Blog Talk Radio. Great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, Minds. It is Thursday, May 16th, 2019. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye. And this is Blazing Rye backstage. And I would like to welcome the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, Mine? The way you're bathing light reminds me of that night. God led me down into your rose garden of trust. You're all I need to find. And when the time is right, come to me softly. Come to me. Come to me. Love leader. All right. Love leader. Yeah. Go, take it. Take it away. <laughs> can, you hear, can you hear the dog cry? See the road rise up to meet us. It's in the air we breathe tonight. Love will lead us. She will lead us. Love is like a shooting star. It don't matter who you are. You can only run for cover. It's just a waste of time. And we are lost and we are found. The phoenix rises up from the ground. And all those wars are over. Over and over and over and over. Love will lead us. All right. Love will lead us. She will lead us. Can you hear the dolphins cry? See the road rise up. To meet us, it's in the air we breathe tonight. Love a leader, she will be us. So lately, been wondering. (laughs) What's going on, man? Not much, man. I love that uh, live song. I, I gotta say, they have a couple great songs, right? Like yes. Well, let's get that one right first. It's not lightning strikes, it's lightning crashes. Damn. Damn. I don't know what Damn. you were just singing. Lightning strikes. Sounds like fucking Dean Martin, bro. <laughs> when the lightning hits the window like a big crescendo, that's a hurricane. <laughs> They got back together. They're back together now. They're back together now. But uh, I saw them uh, open for Counting Crows last year, and I'll tell you what, I, I, it was great, but I didn't enjoy one second of it. 
I don't know. I didn't feel very. I didn't feel very present. I guess. Um, but you didn't feel let very me. Alive. That's right. Uh, I didn't feel very live. But you know what? Um, well, the other songs. I mean, they had several great songs. Uh, that, and we've had this conversation before. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Nobody listens anymore, so uh, <laughs> we can have it again. But yeah, they have lightning crashes. Um, you know, it's a oh, I feel it. Coming back again, like a rolling thunder chasing the wind. Forces pulling from the center of the earth again. I can feel it. Yes, there's that one. And yes, absolutely. And 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 it's like three. They needed a three chord song that would just catapult them into massive stardom Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and it was lightning crashes also on that album was uh so those the the dolphins cry was not on that album uh that was uh two up three albums later right no two albums two two albums later um but uh also on the one with lightning crashes was uh selling the drama which uh is the song that's like uh into love, the God, into fear, the flame, and to burn, the love that has a name. Into Christ, the cross, into weak, the chair, I will sit. In the rains and over there, I will, I walk, I ran, I talk, I know, I know, I've been there before. Now it won't be rain, now it won't be skyline, now it won't be rain. Hey, 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 now hey, it won't be Skyline Dad. So that's that's one. Yeah. Way, way, you're singing uh, Green Day, Know Your Enemy. <laughs> Do you know the enemy? Do you know your enemy? God, I know the enemy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, also on that album, that live album, Throwing Copper, one of the greatest albums of all time was... Uh, was I Alone? You remember I Alone? Yes! I Alone! He goes crazy on that song. He's, he's mad on that song. He's scary on that song. I'm scared of him. <laughs> my favorite part of I Alone is the bridge where he's like, Oh my, you took it back too far. Only love can save us now. All these riddles that you burn. All those coming back to you. All those I Alone. Yeah, um, and he but not like only very that. Very intense man. Very intense. Yes, yes, he is very intense. And another another song off of that is uh, "All Over You," which you know that's the one. Our love right. is like water, oh, wow. right. pinned down and abused for being strange. Our love is no other, pinned down and abused. Hey, I- all yep. over you, all over me. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, and that, that album also had 
that song Shit Town, where it's like, gotta live, gotta live, gotta live in shit town. Gotta live, gotta live, gotta live in our town. <laughs> um, and then, so that was Throwing Copper. I don't know anything off their first album, Mental Jewelry, but apparently that's a classic too. But I know nothing from it because Throwing Copper is really when they hit it real big. Uh, but then, then you know, they came out with that weird album, Secret Samadhi, after that, where it was, uh, oh, the, yeah. let me ride. And that had a... That had that song that had turned my head on it. That had that song Rattlesnake on it that, that I used to do karaoke to in my, in my living room all the time. Um, but, uh, but then after that, they released that the, the Distance to Here, right? I think they released that, and that was, that was the one with Dolphins Cry. That was the one with... Um, um, Run to the water and find me there. Bent to the core, but not broken. We cut through the madness in the seasons. Great song. Um, and uh, that that one also had that. Uh, Won't you dance with me or something like that? It was a good song. And uh, then. They had like their was it the greatest hits that they had that song Heaven on where it's like I don't need no one to tell me about heaven. I look at my daughter and I believe I don't need no proof because when it comes to God and truth, I look at the sunset and I can see. And then after that they had uh the river, which uh which was on that that other album uh, uh, is like, uh, ooh, baby, let my loving ease your pain. Bring your burning skin to my river once again. I give you life. Ooh, baby, let my loving ease your pain. And I give you life. I mean, so many great songs. And yes, you were saying he's a very intense guy. I agree. I, I say a lot of good songs. I I I remember three of them, but you just named uh, you know, twelve. Not only that, but <laughs> that album, that Copper album, is probably one of the most underrated albums of all time. Maybe from the most underrated band of the '90s. Live, no respect. They get no respect. Great band. Yeah. Then they broke up, you know, and and Ed Kowalczyk, who basically is live, he went and did a solo thing, and then live went on tour with a some other dumpstick singer from some other band and he was singing the songs like as if he was Ed, except he sounded nothing like him and it sounded, you know, right. sounded fine. If it was, if it was, if it was typical rock songs he was singing, then it would have sounded fine, but it was live songs he was singing and no one can sing live songs except Ed Kowalczyk. So eventually, they got their shit together. They kicked that guy out. I don't know where he is, he is now. Hopefully, he's driving through the hills of Berkeley uh, off to meet his ex-girlfriend, Susan, who has a very Catholic mother and wouldn't let him stay over with her. Um, but the, uh, the, 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 the band is back together now. And I remember when Adam Duritz from Counting Crows last year 
he was like, I'm so glad they got back together and so great being on tour with them. And, you know, it was, uh, it was, I mean, it was a show, it was at Jones Beach. It's such a schlep to get to. You got to drive there. That's very expensive. It's, you know, parking. I mean, it's a whole thing. Uh, if, if, if it was closer, if it was like at Coney Island or something, I probably would have enjoyed it more. Um, but, uh, but yeah, have you not seen Live Live? I've never seen Live Live. I would love to see Live Live. Uh, and I have to say, they're, they're a completely underrated band. Uh, they got a lot of intensity. I think maybe too intense for me, actually. That guy is too much. I alone, that song, I can't, I can't handle it. I can't listen to that song. It's too much. Why? In some ways, like Pearl Jam, you know, these bands are just, uh, there's too much energy. You know, I like a very low-energy band, very, uh, you know, very boring, uh, you know, not a, not a whole lot of yelling and, uh, you know, very kind of, kind of soft, you know, you know, you can barely hear them, you know, that's what I'll... <laughs> yeah, soft and boring and can barely hear them sounds like you too. <laughs> Sing a little, sing a little I alone for us. Oh my God, I'm gonna scare every, uh, you know, one of my neighbors. I alone, I alone. God, that song just—it's it, it, intense. It's intense. I, I even even singing it, my face just kind of distorts itself and contorts. It goes crazy. I don't know what. I can't handle it. He's too, he's, there's no no replacing that guy. I'll tell you, Eddie, Eddie Kowalczyk. <laughs> <laughs> Make him sound like a character in uh, A View from the Bridge. Hey, oh, Eddie Kowalczyk. Great Arthur Miller character. Um, but I tell you what, speaking of music, uh, AJR, band that I love dearly, they released oh, yeah. their new album. Uh, released their new album, Neo Theater, a couple weeks ago. Have you heard their single, A Hundred Bad Days, by any chance? I have not. Is it all over the radio? Because if it is, I don't listen to any radio anymore. I'm like uh, the man in the woods. <laughs> that's a just, that's a Justin Timberlake album, but no. Yeah, you're right. um, it actually is. It is. <laughs> but I I don't know I don't know if it's on the radio or not, but I know that it's doing very well. And um, they uh, uh, so so the Friday that they were releasing their album called Neo Theater was. The, the day that I was looking forward to all week, I was going to focus that morning on the subway ride to work uh, on Neo Theater, solely on Neo Theater that Friday morning. However, Thursday night, do you know what happened that Thursday night weeks? No, what the hell happened that Thursday night? You did something, right? I forget what you did. Concert. <laughs> no, no, no. Panic at the, the disco. Panic at the disco retweeted Taylor Swift and then uh, saying we have a a, a show uh, we have a song you know together featuring Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco uh, called Me It's premiering tonight. So the next morning I just had that song on repeat like and I couldn't pay attention to AJR's album and I kept on trying to like to balance between the two but I fucking couldn't man I just kept on listening to Taylor and, and Brendan Urie it was it was like I, I got so excited when I heard it my eyes watered I got I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I like that he said it's, it's the song name is me featuring Brandon Urie. Uh, Brandon. Disco. You know what? 
uh, sorry, Brendan. And he, he, he keeps the, the Panic of the Disco. A lot of people don't do that. They just put the name. Oh, shit. He still represents his fans. Fuck. I like that. Wait, wait, sorry. What'd you say? I like that he keeps the band's name when it's, even though it says his name and then it says uh, oh, Panic of the Disco. It's, he still reps his band in the title. I like that. He's a loyal fellow. You know what's interesting? Well, but you know, but you know his band is just him, though. There is there is no other member of his band besides him. No, are you serious? Yeah, so like... Yeah, it's, just, the, it's just him? Well, it used to be... So I didn't even put it together because Panic just uh, was... They were on the Billboard Awards, performed on the Billboard Awards for the first time. He performed with Taylor Swift, then he performed a Panic! The Disco song. And it didn't even dawn on me that it would be a bit odd when he was going up and accepting an award that they said, and the winner is Panic at the Disco, and then only one person goes up. It didn't dawn on me at all that it would be strange at all to people who don't know. And then, it, and then this kid came up to me and he goes, hey, Holmes, as our resident Panic at the Disco expert, uh, like, weren't they an actual band at some point? Like, I, it was just him at the accepting awards and stuff. And I was like, and then him asking me that, I, I just, then I talked to him for about 45 minutes about the history of Panic at the Disco, and he you know, wanted to jump out the window. Um, but yeah, it's, we'll, we'll have to devote a whole nother show to that. That's a whole, you know, that's a whole show. I have to say, that's impressive. He has a band name, but he's a one-man band. One-man yep. band. Yep. Impressive. Yep. Impressive, I have to say. And he's blowing up all over the place. This guy is like, Bigger than Michael Jackson right now. No good. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, so good. Right, well, right now, uh, uh, right now, uh, that guy Snow Informer, whatever, he's he's bigger than Michael Jackson right now. You're right. No, you're, right you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Sorry. That no. Wasn't a good comment. Not a good. Not a good comment. No. Uh, yeah, no, 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 but but you know what's what's interesting about this whole thing with the MJ documentary and and stuff is that, um, looking around at record stores and uh, various places, a lot of places have really kind of disappeared R. Kelly, but yeah, no nobody has disappeared Michael Jackson. You know, I'm looking and. Th- Thriller is still, you know, on display at Urban Outfitters and all these other places. There's, you know, the, but the thing is, I'm thinking, I'm thinking in my head weeks that there's a lot of hypocrisy when it comes to who they're going to, who people are going to disappear yeah. and who they're not. And um, I think that what it might come down to with Michael is that Michael Jackson is still extremely popular and does still make people a lot of money, whereas R. Kelly right. doesn't really make people money anymore. So I think that, you know, it's all about money. It's always all about money. Always, yeah. you know, no matter what, it always yeah. comes down back to that. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. It's BS. And what the hell happened to R. Kelly anyway? You know, they, they, kept, they came out with those interviews. They tried to destroy him. Then it just disappears. What happened to his trial? Nobody, nobody even talks about it. It's ridiculous. You know, they just kind of bring him up to beat the hell out of him, and then they disappear it until they come bring him back up to drown him again. I, this is... The American media is just terrible, I think. You know? Well, I think a big issue that they ran into was Michael Avenatti. Yeah, that's right. 
But because he he was the um, lawyer representing the uh, families against R. Kelly. Meanwhile, he he keeps getting arrested himself. Sorry, I, I think I misspoke before. He's not the lawyer for R. Kelly. He's the lawyer for the families that are um, uh, charging R. Kelly. Oh, okay. Sorry, no, I, I misinterpreted. Sorry, and then uh, uh, it's just it's just too much. I, I think. Do you think R. Kelly could ever make a comeback? Yes or no? I think he has made many already. Yeah, um, I agree. Which, when you think about it, also, and I don't want to say anything. Um, that people can misconstrue here, but right. when you when you look at um, the people who, after seeing the surviving R. Kelly docuseries, the people who came out and then apologized for working with him, like Lady Gaga, like uh, that band Phoenix, um, mm-hmm. why why are they apologizing now? Why, why did they not apologize when there's a videotape of him peeing on a 14-year-old girl? Like, what, what's Sorry, the, is, is that okay? And right. now this is not okay? I mean, there, there's, just, there's hypocrisy all around. Right. And, and without, I mean, there, there's just no, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not defending anything. Um, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, where's the due, there's no due process. Everyone's guilty. Right. Um, the only people who seem to go to, eh, I'm going to stop there, but uh, you know, it's just, um, I I, I noticed like on, on some hip hop website or something like hip hop game.com.com or something like that. They said, uh, the headline was like, Kells might actually survive this trial. And they said it in the kind of very positive with exclamation point and stuff. So it seems like there is still. Um, support within the the hip hop and R and B community. Um, I mean, look right. at Erica Erica Badu just said something about you know he's my brother or something, and and that could mean one of many things. But then uh, she got she nearly got canceled because of that. I don't know. Right, right. I agree. There's a, a certain pockets of uh, old school hip hop uh, you know support still and. Uh, it's it's become very cannibalistic, I think. Uh, music and the entertainment world. Uh, as soon as uh, something comes out that's negative, they all try to distance and destroy. It's uh, there used to be some kind of support system, but that is long gone. I don't know what that is. Is that all just sales and money? Uh, you know, is there not any loyalty anymore? Is there not any due process for the fella? Uh, give him his time in court. If he's guilty, he's guilty. If he's innocent, then uh, he's innocent. That's it. You know. I don't know. Right. There's a little much out there, I think. You know, you know what else is interesting, and I think this might speak to to some um, cultural uh, um, what's the word? Just some some sort of uh, um, I can't think of the word, but let me let me explain what I'm trying to say. Maybe it'll come to me. But um, sure. do you remember? Do you remember when Eddie Murphy? 
was nominated for an Oscar for Dream Girls, and everyone thought he was going to win. Yes, I remember that. Okay, and in that in that time between Dream Girls and the Academy Awards, um, I think it was it was either Pluto Nash or another Eddie Murphy movie that came out in between. So yes, yes, I remember that. Yes. Right. And then Alan Arkin won the Academy Award for Little Miss Sunshine, and uh, people at the time said, I think that because of this, you know, Eddie Murphy, this ridiculous Eddie Murphy movie, uh, right. Academy voters did not vote for him, even though he was the front runner, and, and that's one of the reasons that Alan Arkin won the award. So fast forward to this year, fast forward to 2019, and... Lady Gaga is nominated for um, that movie, uh, Star, Star is Born. Born. Yeah. And she's kind of the front runner for that. And then when she doesn't win, it goes to that Olivia woman from The Favorite. And nobody's talking about how maybe Gaga didn't win because she was working with Kells. You know, and because of that whole thing and because she apologized, oh, whereas yeah. pe- people were talking about that with Eddie Murphy because he did this thing. But people didn't say that about Gaga. And I, I just I, I think that's a bit strange. It speaks to the you hypocrisy in our culture, very, I guess. I agree. You hit on a very good point. Uh, I don't know enough about it, to be honest with you. It's a little, it's a little much. I think there's a lot of stuff that goes on there that... Uh, uh, you know, even the news stories and the timing of release of certain news stories, you know, uh, right. of, of, you know, of certain celebrities, they almost time it perfectly to destroy careers or at least... Look at uh, Kevin Hart. Kind of, Look at Ke- Kevin yeah. Kevin Hart was supposed to host the Oscars, and the day after they announced that he was going to host, they had these homophobic tweets from years ago that he already apologized for resurfaced, and right. then he never, he didn't host. Who the hell doing this? There's some secret organization uh, that's uh, they're harboring all this news and, and waiting to release it and destroy careers on purpose. I don't know. This is a uh, this is this is something that we're, I think we're onto. We got to be careful now. I know we got to delete got to delete this episode <laughs> after uh, it's over. But um, another thing that I think is very hypocritical about this is that only cert- so. If any, if everyone who's who has worked with R. Kelly needs to apologize for working with R. Kelly, do you know how long that would take? Yeah, yeah. Because everybody and, and in the industry, everybody. Right, right. So right now, like the people that I know apologized are Lady Gaga and that French band Phoenix. But meanwhile, nobody's asking Jay Z to apologize. Jay Z did right. two albums with him. Nobody's asking him, why aren't they asking him? Because everybody loves Jay-Z, because he's Beyonce's husband, because he's royalty, blah, blah, blah. Um, right. nobody, nobody's asking Bruno Mars to apologize. Nobody's asking Pharrell Williams to apologize. Nobody's asking Britney Spears to apologize. Nobody's asking Celine Dion to apologize. It, nobody's asking right. Jennifer Lopez to apologize. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. The Isley Brothers... I just seen their headline right. some festival in Chicago. No, you know he he re uh, um, uh, he re-energized their career, and nobody and, and right. so you know some of their, their biggest hits are songs that he wrote and produced for them. And nobody's asking the Isley, the legendary Isley Brothers, to apologize. There are all these right. massive, massive stars 
people just pick who they think should be in trouble for stuff and who shouldn't. Like, of course, Lady Gaga should be in trouble, but no way Bruno Mars should be. And Jay-Z can do no wrong, even though Jay-Z once stabbed a guy, admittedly. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I agree. Young Jesus. He's very angry. not apologizing. This is BS. It's not fair. Who's not not apologizing? Young Jeezy. He didn't apologize. Yeah, Young Jeezy, Ja Rule. You know what I think, though? I think that this Fire Festival documentary could not have come at a better time for Ja Rule because it came right when the R. Kelly news was um, breaking. And I think that that, in people's eyes, is obviously the lesser of two evils. Um, so I think Ja Rule got in trouble for the right thing at the right time. <laughs> ja Rule is one of those guys that just keeps going. He has a great longevity. I don't know where it comes from either. He's a, I mean, he's got great talent, and he's been a huge star, but he just keeps going and going. Whereas a lot of other stars, probably of his caliber, they just sunk big time. What do you think about that? Ja Rule, clap back, big time. <laughs> I mean, I love Ja. Where's Ja? Uh, <laughs> I do too. He's, he's very good. I have to respect him. I respect him greatly. I do think that I need to clarify that I am in no way endorsing any of the actions of which Mr. Kelly is um, accused. Likewise. I agree. Right. Likewise. We have to um, get the disclaimer out. Bad, yes. What he did, and it's terrible. We definitely don't uh, condone that whatsoever. Right. On that bad note. Kid, bad kid. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. On that note, what uh, do you know? What time it is, John Weeks? It's not the hot mess it was already, is it? <laughs> And please welcome to the program, filling in for the wizard whose birthday it is today, Mr. Vinny B. Mr. Vinny B, how are you, Mike? What's going on? And to ride. (laughs) And to weak. Or strong, and it's screaming from the wall. I walk, uh, I walk, I read, right I talk. I know, I know, I've been I'm there up. before. I'm sorry, I had to do that. This is the first time I listened <laughs> wow. to your show, and I actually, I actually knew all the words from uh, what you were singing. <laughs> oh, good. I, I mean, yeah, I feel like you, I feel like you've listened when I, when we've had that exact same conversation before, though. Really? No, not, no way. I've never sung on the oh, yeah. show, ever. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you gave me songs on the, on the joke-off, and I didn't know the song. Ooh. It was sad. It was really sad. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm such a sad participant in this play. <laughs> oh. I, I fail miserably all the time. Um, well, don't, don't worry. The show is going to be canceled after tonight. Don't, don't, you, don't you worry. Uh, <laughs> but... I heard, uh, you, I heard you condoning peeing on 14-year-old girls. I no, you you're that not. That was, 
one of the like guests. He couldn't wait for this guest to be on. It's like a <laughs> pinnacle, and he he gets on wizard and fucking scorches earth. <laughs> Amazing. He fucking pisses on the whole show. He's like fuck him and his fucking disease ridden show and fuck you and keeping me on hold. I was like, holy shit. I was like, brother, brother be different than Tara. Why? <laughs> what the fuck's up with that? <laughs> you know, and Ryan got blindsided. He was walking down the street, and this car was coming down a one-way street, and with you know no stop sign or anything, he just nailed Brian right right from oh. behind, man. They never started coming. The Fogarty Weeks. train hit him, man. Weeks was there. Weeks was there for that interview too. Weeks got blindsided too. Yeah, man. You guys are speechless, dude. He just—it was a good. I would say it's a good. Um, I I clocked it at an hour and a half rant. <laughs> the show was only, only an hour, but the rant was one hour and a half. And I'm listening to it. And I'm like going, "Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ!" So, this, who this have you got for us for the hot mess awards? All right, now here's the deal. All right, I, I all I kept thinking of was um, uh, hot messes that I had, you know, of people I grew up with, etc. So, if that's okay, may I continue? Yes, sure. of course. Okay. Anyway, there was a, now you guys know that I am an alcoholic. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I go to meetings. I'm 23 years clean, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So therefore, right, there was right. a time where I, where I used to drink. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, otherwise I couldn't be a reformed alcoholic if I couldn't, you know, go crazy. Anyway, I worked in a liquor store when I was 16. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had access mm-hmm. to all the booze I can. Right. So anyway, right. um, I'm in the store, and uh, this is like going back in early 90s. It's like uh, late, well, I'm sorry, late 80s. I have no concept of time. I, you, we could do the math when I was 16, 17. And there used to be this homeless dude that used to come in all the time, and he used to try to steal from me. And it's a game we played, and I was so, like, hungover. I was trying to get – it was like 6 o'clock at night, and I was still hungover, and I was trying to get drunk enough so I wouldn't feel the hangover – and he walks in. I wasn't having it, right? So there's mm-hmm. a baseball baseball bat we keep behind the counter. Now this is not going to be this is not going to be me admitting to any crime or any violence or whatsoever. So just trust me on this. So I said, okay. you know what? You know he comes in and I go, listen, dude, you come in all the time. You try to steal a bottle. You know he's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. You're mistaking me. You're just saying that because you're racist or whatever it was. But it was the same guy because it was, you know whatever it was him. So anyway. So I go, you know what? I'm going to be the bigger person. I am not going to hit him with a bat. I am going to call the cops, right? So I go outside. There happens to be two cops across the street, right? So what happens is I call them over, and they go, what the fuck, man? What's going on? You know, what's going on? So I go, I tell them the story, and I, you know, and the guy, whatever, he's shuffling. He's not really that big of a, a physical threat. So they fucking grab the guy, and they fucking mace the poor bastard, right? Oh, wow. They mace him. He's on the floor. They're macing him. And as they're macing him, pinning him on the floor, he opens one eye that he barely could, looks up at me and goes, God damn it, man. God damn it. You're a fucking guinea, man. You're supposed to hit me with a bat. (laughs) 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 Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so there's that. (laughs) 
Yes. All right. And then who's your second hot mess? My second hot mess would be me working in the liquor store again, right? And this would be NYPD once again. So anyway, it's a Saturday morning. Well, actually, my Saturday mornings were more like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I was supposed to open the store at 10, but I never could get there because I was always too hungover. So I'm hungover again. It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. There's a guy being chased by three people that I know, right? And they're saying, he just tried to rob our car. Get him. Grab him. So I grab the guy, and I put him against the wall. And as we are holding him, this uh, lady cop comes by undercover and says, whoa, 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 flashes a badge. What's going on here? They're like, he tried to rob a car. And she goes, okay, I'm taking care of this. She takes him. She puts him in the car, doesn't cuff him, right? Now, remember, we just told her he stole a car. So she puts him yeah. in the back seat of his car, and she's trying to tell us to disperse. As that happens, he jumps in the front seat of her car and takes off with it. <laughs> goes down the wrong way on Hudson Street, gets oh into a three-car pileup, <laughs> runs away, and gets away. <laughs> And I find out later she was, like, suspended for, like, a year. Anyway, so that's my NYPD hot mess. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Well, so, he, so he, stole, he stole multiple cars then, huh? Yeah, and, and she left the keys in the car and just threw them. It was, it was an unmarked car, so it wasn't a police car. So it was a normal car. So he just jumped in the front and just fucking got in and just, stole her car. <laughs> the guy who was the guy who was stealing your uh, liquor, he wasn't a disco legend, was he by any chance? Uh-oh. You know he he kept saying something like his name was DC, but I wasn't I wasn't really <laughs> 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 And who is your final hot mess bootleg sire? Uh, oh my god. Now now my hot messes are going all over the place and unfortunately I don't watch Housewives of Atlanta or any of that shit. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does who we go on this show except Bogarty. Bogarty always thinks that we watch that shit. No one's ever seen that on here. No, no, it's totally true. And Bogarty's just totally like, and you know, Tammy's like doing this and that. And said something about Britney Spears and Britney Spears. Chloe Kardashian. Yeah, and like you never know, you never know who Fogarty's gonna turn on. Like it could be Britney right. Spears, is, you know, wearing some kind of skirt that pisses him off. That it's like whatever, fuck her. And then you know, I love Paris Hilton. Crazy. I don't know. It's just fucking all over the place. But anyway, so it's fine. I'm, I'm just this is bullshit because this is like whatever. But anyway, I just want to. My final hot mess is got to be Christianity in the United States. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Christianity in the United States, that's my final thing. Because I just want to give a quick John Fogarty fuck you to the Christians in the United States for doing this abortion ban bullshit and, and whatever. Anyway, that's my final hot mess. Thank you. I'm pretty sure you wow. just said I think I think you just said John Fogarty. Yeah, what did you get Tom Fogarty. What Tom Fogarty. Did I say John? <laughs> yeah, you said you're like, there's a bad moon on the rise. <laughs> Out in the street. Fogarty, um, I, it, what? Yes. 
Fogarty, it's Fogarty's birthday, so I just want to say happy birthday to Tom Fogarty. Vinny, did you did you have something you wanted to say? Uh, to Tom Fogarty, um, I just wanted to say on his birthday, it's an honor to um, wow. not fill his shoes, wear his shoes for a little bit. Uh, you know, and, it, and you know, I could never fill them; they feel fun, kind of big on me. But you know, there you go. It's an All honor. right, are are you are you guys lubed up and ready to joke off? You know I'm right it. in Riverside Park, and I'm so lubed up. It's I mean, people are looking at me funny. <laughs> oh boy. Um yeah, this could be a good one. <laughs> Where's the uh the thing? I lost the switchboard. Oh wait. Oh here it is. <laughs> uh I don't I don't have a, a good we'll go with this. Alright, let's open up the joke off with this. We'll try whatever the hell this is. Okay. Oh, this is terrible. What is this? Oh my god. You got me feeling so wrong, wrong, wrong. Ooh. I'm messing with my morals tonight. The voices wanna sing their song, and I ain't gonna put up a fight. Where to begin? I'm a love of my sins. I ruin a life. I call it a win when people cry. Oh wow. <laughs> Whoa. What the what hell that? was that? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was a guy that I had on the show. It was a guy who had on the show, which, you know, is a very talented guy, but that song sounded insane. <laughs> hey, man, as long as it wasn't the vampire girl, dude. Oh, yeah. Rumors are worth absolutely nothing. But you know how we, we, you know how we really should open the joke off is, is, by saying, now the world don't move to the beat of just one beat drum. Just one what drum. might be right for you, <laughs> may not be right for some. A man is born, he's a man of me. Then along comes to lay out nothing else to do. Different strokes he takes, different strokes he takes, different strokes to move the world. Yes, it does. Different strokes to move the world. Different strokes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we can kick us off. All right, all right. Dublin Ice Cream Company, XXI Ice, just for <laughs> 21 Ice. This is 21 Ice, just announced its newest flavor, Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> an ad that shows how the ice cream is made. In which actual chunks of McDonald's chicken oh nuggets get broken up into vanilla ice cream and more chicken nuggets are sprinkled on top as garnish. No, thank you. I prefer Big Mac frozen <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> How would they make oh the Big Mac frozen yogurt? They would have to put onions and tomatoes and Ooh. lettuce. And then the instead of like chocolate syrup, it would be special sauce. Two all beef patty special bro, sauce lettuce bro. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <bro. laughs> Illinois woman Sunila 
Kamenchik told WMAQ Wednesday that she found a very clean snake in her washing machine. Now, I'm no expert on washing snakes, but I don't think this is the right way to do it. Uh, <laughs> so How did the snake get dirty in the first place? That's what I want to know. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I was trying to do a vagina thing for interpreting <laughs> Fogarty, but didn't work. <laughs> Nobody does vagina like Fogarty. Nobody. In front of your butt. <laughs> Nobody does it better. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's me. Okay. A Pasco. What is it? Pasco? Pasco. No. Pasco. 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 Okay. Ready? Pasco. Pasco. Pasco County. A Pasco fucking county. Florida monkey named Donato. Why you got to be Italian for Donato. 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 Why the why the fuck you got to be Italian on a construction site? Was found Thanks for coming to rehearsal. Site. <laughs> site. <Days. laughs> okay. Take three. A Pasco County. Pasco. Pasco. God. Oh, my God. All right. Here we go. A county in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> a monkey named Donato. Donato? Is it Donato? Donato. Donato. Was found at a construction site days after escaping from his owner. He has been returned to Melania at Mar a Lago. Thank you. <laughs> that was well done, Kurt. Well done. That was very good. I respect that. That's very good. That's the eight good. take wonder. <laughs> Donato, Donato. Pasco Donato. 1,000 people in Wales participated in the biggest cheese tasting event ever, which then turned into the stankest farting event ever. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. That sounded like Fogarty. The Foger fart. It smells like Fogarty. <laughs> and I got Grandpa balls in the toilet. Oh my God, that was good. Florida man. Dylan Shane Webb was pulled over and arrested Sunday afternoon when a police officer noticed a sticker in his car window that read, I eat ass. The cop was very (laughs) agitated, so to calm him down, Dylan Shane Webb ate his ass. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he had warning. Oh, man. The Prague Zoo just opened a new permanent exhibit on poop, making it the first exhibit to be intentionally, permanently shitty. (laughs) (laughs) 68-year-old Florida man, Gary Wayne Anderson, whose license has been suspended since 1978, Trash is riding 
fence, Anderson said. What? There was grass all over the car. (laughs) 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 I don't know why I like that one so much. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, American Airlines pilot Christian Richard Martin was arrested on triple murder charges just before Flight 5523 was set to take off from Louisville and travel to Charlotte. Okay, not great, but can he fly a plane? (laughs) You think he went to Chili's 2 when he got to Charlotte? Oh, no, he never got there. Never got there. That's why he murdered people. He murdered the the chefs. At Charlotte Airport. He was, he was stuck at Charlotte Airport at Chili's 2 for seven hours. That's why he went on a murder spree. Yeah. <laughs> I can't blame him. <laughs> oh, man. Kentucky middle school teacher Crystal Graham was charged with disorderly conduct after being accused of threatening to cut off a student's penis during a kickball game. She said she was merely trying to instill in in his uh, no install. Oh my Sorry. god! God, I'm fucking this up. No, you're right. You were right. Instill. You were right. To instill a competitive spirit, and also trying to cut off his ding dong. <laughs> Did it say penis or ding dong? I'm sorry. Let's take let's take that again, and that's my okay, fault. That's those go. those are my typos. So not instill install in his instill in him. That's a good joke, Instilling though. Instilling like him it. a competitive spirit. Okay, here we go. Take two. <laughs> Kentucky middle school teacher Crystal Graham was charged with disorderly conduct in Pasco, Florida, uh, after being accused of threatening, <laughs> to cut, threatening, threatening to cut off a student's penis during a kickball game. She said she was merely trying to instill in him a competitive spirit and also trying to cut off his penis. Poor <laughs> <Or> ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> <All better. laughs> I like that joke. Oh, that is a good joke. Ooh, I just really thought <laughs> it. Pittsburgh man Clayton Lucas was arrested last week for choking a driver for playing Christmas music in March. Arrested? We should give him a trophy. <laughs> <Damn it>. <laughs> <laughs> In a, in, a, in a TMZ interview Wednesday, Britney Spears manager Larry Rudolph said she may never again perform live. Also, never before either. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Why you got to be this? Why you got to be this Britney for? That's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> Damn, man. Shit. <laughs> okay. The White House on Wednesday declined to sign an international call to fight online extremism. When reached for comment, the White House said, Have you seen who lives here? <laughs> uh, and take us home, Weeksy Minus. All right. A New Jersey effort to legalize marijuana is now destined to conclude without enough votes to move forward. This is because there are only enough munchies for one person in New Jersey. And we all, we all know yeah. we got it. <laughs> 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 
You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Back to life, when the world never seemed to be living up to your dreams. But suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you, all about you, you, all about you. It takes a lot to get it right when you're learning the facts. Well, this has been truly a bar mitzvah in hyperspace. Vinny, thank you so much for filling in for the wizard. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you. I had a great time. You guys, you guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, sir, you Pico. are. You are. You are. Talk to you later. <laughs> All right, talk okay, to you later. Guys, Have guys. a good night. Paper towels. Paper towels. <laughs> All right. So, Weeks, um, uh, are you okay? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm okay. Are you doing all right? How are you? Yes. Okay. Um, wh- what, what have you been up to? Me? Uh, what, well, I, I went to a training in uh, Arizona uh, oh. uh, two weeks ago. I, well, you know, yeah, and uh, I, I took a vacation after that for a week, and I just drove up through uh, Arizona, uh, a little bit of Utah, oh. and a little bit uh, in, in Nevada, in Nevada. A lot of nice Nevada. towns over there. I, no, you're right, Nevada. And a lot Nevada. of nice towns over there. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's Did you take it. pictures? That sounds nice. Did you take pictures? I, I took some pictures. I took a lot of pictures and videos. A lot of pictures and videos. Good. It was good. It was good. It was good. I, you know, I, I don't. I'm not on Facebook anymore now. I, I can't share it anymore with anybody. I, I, I'm like, uh, it's like I'm a man on an island uh, on my own. You know, it's a little much. I gotta get back on it somehow, some way. Uh, Wait. Too much. Back on what? Uh, Facebook. Oh. Oh yeah. It, did, but it's just a lot. Did, did you disable your Facebook? I did. I've been off for a long time. Yeah, I meant to ask you about that the last show. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, uh, I keep thinking about going back, but I don't know. I like it without it. I like being the mystery man out there in the in the woods. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're the you're the culprit with the triple murder out. You, you like That's the space that you said you just. You just like gave Ted Bundy's uh, locations just now when when he was going on his spree. They're never gonna um, find me. Uh, how are you doing? How are you doing? You know, it's been a it's been a while, man. It's a, I I don't know how you're doing. You don't have any weddings coming up, I hope. Oh my God! Well, right. you buried the lead. You buried the lead, or whatever the fuck that saying is here, because oh. I was gonna I was gonna ask you. What is the thing that you would least want to do on a Sunday evening? Oh, God. Either go to a wedding or go to a, a bachelor party. One of those two. Yeah. Probably both. So, so <laughs> guess who's getting married this Sunday night? Oh, my God. Is it one of our mutual friends? Kind of. Julian? No, but I think Julian's the best man. No, I think he's the best man, though. Um, uh, I thought 
Jay got married. Yeah, it's not one of the mains. It no, it's 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 Justin. Remember Justin? Justin oh, from from Syracuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember Justin. Yes, yes, yes. I remember him. Yeah. So. They're this, friends. I didn't even know they were friends. Yeah, Julian like lived on his couch. Julian lived on his couch for like three years or something. Um, but <laughs> but yeah. So I think he's the best main and. Uh, uh, it's it's like I, I looked at the schedule. The thing thing doesn't even end. I mean, it's in the Bronx, which I guess is good. Oh. Except it it doesn't even end until um, ten on Sunday night. And on a Sunday the, night. Yeah. So like this weekend, I'm planning on like tomorrow after work, go to the meeting, and then work out Saturday morning, and then go to the airport to do the global entry thing. I got to go to JFK for that part. Then after that. Um, Hopefully get some hood rat stuff done. After the hood rat stuff, then on Saturday night, um, my B Marsh and I are going to the 10:30 Aziz Ansari show at Z- at Bam. So that's going to oh, be it. Uh, right, but that that's we got the late show because the early show was all sold out and shit. And then we got the late show, and then he added another show on Thursday, which is today. But um, we uh, uh, so that that's that's Saturday night at 10:30. So you mean to tell me weeks that I I got a thing a show Saturday night ten thirty and then I gotta go to a, a wedding the next night and it doesn't get out till ten. Oh my heart breaks for you. I, I I tell you, is there any way you can get out of this wedding? Is there any way <laughs> you can get out of this? Can I help you? Can I help? Yeah, um, yeah. Be like uh, Jason Siegel and I love you, man, and show up on your motorcycle and just. <laughs> Say and then say you object. <laughs> Whatever. Um, That's the worst possible day to have, have a yes. wedding. Secondly, I would rather it be on a Monday. I'd rather it be on a Tuesday. I'd rather it be on any day yeah. but Sunday. Are any of these people good people except for Julian? No, no, ne- oh, no, not even God. no, and not him either. <laughs> <laughs> On a Sunday, I mean, people are not going to even be drinking that much on a Sunday, you know, and uh, it's not going to be, it's just, why would they do that? I guess they don't drink. This is the one, this is the one where I filled out the online thing to RSVP for the wedding, and this was the one that was like, are you single and ready to mingle? Are you blah, 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 do you, and it had all these insane survey questions, and like, usually you just say, if you're coming and what you're eating, and this was just oh, no. like um, like 20 questions, and and the whole time I'm thinking like, oh. I only agreed to go to this wedding because I thought it'd be funny. Oh no! And, and now I'm filling out all this survey shit, and it's it's just so nagging and annoying, and now it's on a yeah. Sunday night. Oh yeah, God. it's gonna be torturous. This is gonna be torture. I, I oh gosh. I, Not only that, but Justin was like. Hey buddy, uh, am I gonna see you this weekend before his bachelor party? And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And he said, uh, Did Julian email you guys? And I said, Oh yeah, Julian emailed, but I said I'm retired from bachelor parties and to fuck off. <laughs> and uh, and then Justin's like, uh, Oh, it's not gonna be like that. It's it's you know you know me, blah blah blah. And I was like, Nah nah, you don't understand. I'm retired from bachelor parties. And I told Julian, I told Julian that. For Jay's bachelor party, I told him that for Justin's bachelor party, no matter what, people keep trying to pull me into bachelor parties. Oh, look at Rob Rob Biederman. Rob Biederman's getting married in September, 
but I won't be able to go to the wedding. I won't be able to go to the wedding because I'll be in Switzerland. So right. then he keeps he keeps saying to me, no problem. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you'll be able to join the bachelor party festivities. No oh, problem, bachelor party. I kept not responding to that part because how do people not respect that I'm retired from bachelor parties? And then eventually his best man emails and he and and I am one of five fucking people on the email, including him. So now I got to go to the fucking bachelor party, especially because I'm not going to be able to go to the wedding. And it's a little ironic because he's the one who told me to write the book about weddings in the first place. And I can't go to his wedding. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I'm happy you don't have to go to the wedding, but the bachelor party may just be at worst. Oh Always. My gosh. They're the worst. They're the worst. This is too much. This is too much. And it's, and it's with people much. that I, I don't like these people either. Um, in, uh, uh, n- not the groom, he's fine, but his friends are just, mm-hmm. are, are, they have like a, something up their uh, ass. Um, but, uh, and yeah, apparently I'm one of four four people who he wants at the basket party, so that's terrible. Oh, um, uh, you're stuck. You're stuck. This is, yeah, yeah. This is the worst case so, scenario. Uh, why? <laughs> why do people have bachelor parties anymore? Just end them. End it. <laughs> end the bachelor parties. No more. No more. But you were saying. They're so telling. It's terrible. <laughs> they are selfish. Weddings are also really selfish. You have to spend a whole weekend yeah. worshiping people. You know, it's yeah. ridiculous. Save your money and just take everybody out for a freaking dinner. That should be the wedding. Oh, you're married. That's it. You're done. Just go out to dinner. That's it. Why not do that? I'll go out to go dinner. to a. I'll get a. Don't even do that. Go to shrimp. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and then you'll eat it like a real asshole right behind me when I'm trying to show you some funny shit on my iPad, and then you'll be mouth chewing the whole time, be making me very <laughs> tense and insane. <laughs> and a room won't be clean for three days in a row. <laughs> that was the best trip ever. I haven't bought him a present. I'm a terrible person. I didn't buy him a gift. You know, I bet that I bet they still haven't cleaned that hotel room. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I thought it was a bad joke they were playing on us. That was too much. Uh, um, all right. So before we conclude, uh, let's let's do this again sooner than we we say yeah, it every time. Will. But uh, let's do it again sooner than 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 last time we to will. this time. Yeah. We will. Definitely will. I promise you we will. And uh, it's absolutely necessary. I feel much better now. I feel like the tension just keeps building before uh, yeah. before the, the, the next show. And I just like, uh, this just helps. It just smooths and, and relieves everything. I don't know what it is, but uh, it's very uh, beneficial. And not, not just that, I get to talk to one of the best people in the world, Mr. Holmes. Vinny B? Mr. Blazer Ryan. Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> Vinny's probably, he's probably one of the worst. He's the one getting people oh, maced. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting people maced on the sidewalk. Um, <laughs> he's supposed to hit me with a baseball bat. What is this, Goodfellas or something? This guy is, uh, I'm a little scared of Vinny right now. Well, that's what I say about Vinny. Vinny is a, a, a relic from a bygone era that only ever existed in film. Yes. And, uh, and it should be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever that means. 
Speaking of film, what's your favorite scene in season my man featuring Amanda? Bang, 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 bang. My favorite scene in season my man featuring Bang, bang. It's got to be when Amanda Baines is a part of a league of extraordinary gentlemen, and it is very good. Okay. Is that there it? Go. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is great unrest, Mr. Quartermain. Countries set each other's throats, begging for blood. It's a powder keg. The trouble of which I speak can set a match to the whole thing. War. With whom? With whom exactly? Everyone. A world war. That notion makes you sweat. Heavens, man, doesn't it make you sweat, too? This is Africa, dear boy. Sweating is what we do. And that's my favorite scene. And she's a man made with your rate of age, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's a great scene. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> what movie was that again? That's the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, right. Right. Sean Connery. Favorite scene is she's main main feature main to Bane's main uh colon uh precious um, li- living the life that I once knew semicolon dot dot ellipses is when um Amanda Baines is uh, a, a a cool kind of creepy kind of kind of guy kind of main and uh, she is surrounded by all these girls named Heather and uh, she said. <laughs> Can't believe you did it. I was teasing. I loved you. Sure, I was coming up here to kill you. First, I was going to try to get you back with my amazing petition. It's a shame you can't see what our fellow students really signed. Listen, we students at Westerberg High will die. Today, our burning bodies will be the ultimate protest to a society that degrades us. Fuck you all. It's not very subtle. But neither is blowing up the whole school now, is it? Talk about your suicide pact, eh? When our school blows up tomorrow, it's going to be the kind of thing that affects a whole generation. It'll be the Woodstock for the 80s. Damn it, Veronica. We could have roasted marshmallows together. Dear Nindugu. And that's my favorite scene in season main main feature made of bang bang. That was that cool. Yes. Yes, it was. Can yes. I ask what film that was, sir? Uh, Heather's. The Heather's, yes. Uh, okay, excellent, excellent, sir. You are the best. Um, oh, and you know what? They they did a Heather's a Heather's musical off Broadway that was, um, you know, it was it closed very quickly, but it was very allegedly very good to the point that a Riverdale episode this this season did Heather's musical episode, and it was it was fantastic. Fantastic. Gotta bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back to Heather's. Yep. Um, I uh, uh, have a wonderful weekend, uh, as I will not. Do you have any plans? Uh, this weekend? No. I think I'm just going to see uh, the Avengers by myself, pretty much. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, you know, I, I, I've, I've been due to see that, and I want to see that as soon as I can. So. Oh. 
That's it. Okay, yeah. That's all. Well, that's that's why I had to call off the show last week because I had to go see that movie. Um, I was. Was it good? No good. I just think. I I I think. There's there's just something very corny about the Avengers movies to me. Oh, I don't know. Oh no. They just seemed quite corny. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, that's not good. That's not good. I don't like. Well, corny. I'm not. No, I'm not like saying corny. it's not good. I'm not saying it's not good, but I don't know that it's for me. But you'll probably love it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I love corn. I'm a big <laughs> You're from <laughs> Iowa. You grew up on a farm. Absolutely. Name is Matt Vasky. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And this one time I was at a play, and uh, it was directed by Rip Torn's new wife, because unfortunately the old one was long gone. And we were at uh, the party after. And Rip, he has the reputation of getting very drunk. And he was going around uh, arm wrestling everyone at the party. And he was beating everyone. And then it got to me. But I had the grip. And this was many years ago. I was 12 12 years old. Um, And I had the grip. and, And I beat him. And after that, he goes, he says, somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? Stick a lollipop in it and throw her down the aisle. Let's go bowling tonight. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do it. Good night, weeks. Good night, everybody. Ah!